Hi everyone, you're listening to Wells Quadcast at Indiana University Bloomington. Today we have Hannah Bentz, the Director of Sustainability at Wells Quad, here with us. Hannah, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, so as Sarah said, I'm Hannah. Um, I'm a freshman here at IU and I'm double majoring in neuroscience and environmental science. And as she said, I am the Director of Sustainability at Wells Quad. Awesome. So what do you do as the Director of Sustainability? So I work with different um, government representatives, um, and we work to put on environmentally friendly events that educate people on sustainability and sustainable lifestyles. And we, or I specifically, um, help people make their events more sustainable by um, helping them work through a and a survey um, to see what uh, what aspects about their event they can improve on to make it more sustainable. So that's really yes. cool. <laughs> so um, why does sustainability matter to you and to college students? Okay, so college students, um, I think specifically, are more concerned with um, the things um, about money and cost-effective things and, you know, just ways that they can um, kind of exemplify their experience. Right, yeah, we want we want to spend <laughs> as little money as possible. Exactly, and um, sustainable options to everyday lifestyles um, are actually more economically beneficial than other alternatives. Because um, if you invest in sustainable things, which are more expensive um, at first, they last longer, so you don't have to spend money replacing them. Um, So they just kind of stick with you for the long run, and so you don't have to spend money replacing things. Um, Also, sustainable alternatives tend to last longer, so you don't have to replace them as well. So it is economically beneficial and more practical um, to invest in sustainable alternatives. Um, It matters to me because um, the planet needs us more now more than ever. And um, if we practice sustainability with like our agriculture, our living habits, and just like what we choose to eat and how we shop, um, it will really benefit the planet. And you know, you vote with your dollars, so. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, and the, the thing is too, that part of sustainability is not using more than you have to. Exactly. So yeah. sometimes it's, it really just means spending less money. Yeah. And that's always a good thing to keep in mind. For sure, yes. You're not going to spend those dollars because you're saving the earth. Yeah, using what you have first and then replacing it with sustainable alternatives, for yeah. sure. So um, as an IU student, I'm curious about how can I eat on campus or outside of campus? How can I shop outside of campus to be more sustainable? Yeah, well, a sustainable um, option for eating habits is eating in season. So, I mean, as we probably know, um, vegetables and fruits grow in certain seasons, and if you buy those fruits or vegetables in that season, it will be cheaper and more sustainable um, because they're growing in the right conditions. And not a lot of money is going into raising the crops and not a lot of energy is going into growing the crops. If you buy things out of season, more energy it takes more energy to grow them, like in greenhouses. Um, they have to water them more frequently. And um, consequently, the fruits or vegetables would be, or even just you know food in general, will be more expensive because of transportation costs 
and um, you know the energy costs so you know eating in season buying local um, that's important too. I heard that um, some of the ingredients at the IU dining halls are actually um, from the IU campus farm so they're really local do you know specifically if there are any foods we should look out for this time of year just all year yeah well this time of year specifically you know corn pumpkins you know just sour cabbage lettuce um just like garden vegetables right now um yeah and then the the summer it's like fruits strawberries blueberries things like that you know fruits are usually more seasonal in summer and vegetables are more in the fall and spring gotcha Um, yes okay yeah um So now we've talked a little bit about how we can use our money um, to promote sustainability. What are some ways that we can use our time to promote sustainability? Are there any clubs on campus that make it easier to be sustainable? Yes, yes, there are so many clubs on campus. Um, One of which we want to mention is the Campus Kitchen at IU. Um, Every Wednesday from 6 to 7 p.m. at the student building in room zero zero five um there's just a few community style meal created with um what would be food waste from iu catering so you can just have a dinner um with you know quote unquote recycled food um but yes that's one option there are a bunch of different clubs on campus too like sustainability at iu that's a club and sustain iu you can get involved with them they have tons of different volunteering opportunities um, such as um, greening Crim and Crimson, where you can volunteer at football games and just walk around to different tailgates or stand next to a trash can in the game itself and just like ask people if they have any recycling or you know if they are about to throw something away that could be recycled. You can be like, hey, that can actually be recycled. Um, you will get free pizza, a t-shirt, and a ticket to the game too. So there are benefits. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So you can really promote. The recycling, like you mentioned, and also reduction of food waste through that um, Campus Kitchen at IU event that we mentioned. And again, um, if you're interested in going to Campus Kitchen at IU, it's a free meal. So it already appeals to college students. (laughs) And it's every Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. at the student building in room 005. All right. Thank you so much, Hannah. (laughs) This has been awesome. And it's been really good to learn about being sustainable. For most people, the end of October means the nearing of Halloween. But over a quarter of Americans also celebrate Dia de los Muertos at this time. To learn more about what Dia de los Muertos is and how it's celebrated, we spoke to Leticia Gonzalez at La Casa Cultural Center. Here's what she had to say. So, yeah, so Dia de los Muertos is our way of, traditionally it's a Mexican uh, tradition, though other um, South American, Central American countries also celebrate, but in slightly different ways. Um, And it's our way of honoring those who have passed on. Um, It's a... kind of started back, it used to be more of a um, way of how the Aztecs celebrated um, uh, 
the dead back then, and then mm-hmm. it kind of got mixed in with religion and stuff, and the, the saints and everything was brought in and everything. So, um, but traditionally, um, we set up an altar in the house. Um, here in the states, most people do it in in their homes. Back in Mexico, they will also do um, offerings at the at the cemetery where their loved ones are are buried. And again, it's just uh, a way of honoring them. Um, through uh, offerings of food, and um, there's usually a little thing of water, um, and then I'm trying to remember. Let's see. Um, the um, it's yeah. The, the water or the, the washbowl is placed on the altar so the souls can cleanse themselves, and then the flowers, candles, and incense are used to guide the spirit into the home, and then the marigold petals are laid out. Um, starting from the street um, to the altar to guide the, the soul towards the altar. And then um, usually we um, have pictures also um, at the altar. So here at La Casa, um, um, we'll set up, we're going to do um, our altar. And this year we're honoring those who were killed at the El Paso uh, shooting. Uh, last year we did one, um, i trying to remember who we did it in, uh, oh, we did it for the, uh, those who died in Puerto Rico from the hurricane. So every year we, we base it on someone. One year we did it because one of our staff members had recently lost her mom, and so we did it in the honor of her mom, but other people also placed. We encourage people to bring, like, photocopies of pictures that they want to place at the altar or something that is a, a remembrance. It could be like a toy or it could be um, uh, something that is a reminder of that person who has passed. Um, and then um, for our Day of the Dead, we like I said, we do the altar. We uh, will also have food here and um, we'll have someone talking again also again what Day of the Dead means. And um, Again, it's just the way of remembering those who have passed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just for students to get a general idea, when do you hold your Day of the Dead ceremony? Ours is uh, next Wednesday on October 30th, okay. and um, it runs from 7 to 9. Um, well, we'll start setting up early, so if people want to come by, they're, they're welcome to do so, um, like around 6, but the actual event will start at 7. We'll have... Um, like I said, food will be here, and then the surrounding um, um, houses who are our partners, the Episcopalian house, the Canterbury house next door, will also have uh, um, an altar and a craft going on. Um, and then the GPLT house next door will also have uh, an altar and a craft. And I think both will have some kind of, um, like, little snack or something, but the the... the here at our house, we'll have um, uh, we'll be serving tamales, and, and which are a big tradition mm-hmm. for that. And uh, we'll also have um, our. I think we're doing two altars. I heard, but um, I can't remember what the second one was on. And then we'll also have some crafts going on here. Um, and then also the First Nations back behind us will also be participating, and they'll have an altar and a craft going on. Um, in their center. So, and then we'll have students dressed up as calacas, which are the um, the skeleton uh, that you usually see the painted face and uh, okay. and the and the 
uh, old dressing of clothes and stuff, um, who will be guiding people around to the different centers and stuff. So um, it's meant to be a celebration and, right. and uh, uh, again, in honor of those who have passed and to remember them. So. Okay, great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much. Halloween started almost 2,000 years ago with an ancient Celtic festival known as Sowen. The Celts would light bonfires to dress up in costumes and ward off ghosts that would previously haunt them. Later on, the Roman Empire came in and wanted to take over the Celtic land. This ended up merging two festivals, the Sowen one and a new Roman festival known as Feralia. Feralia was a celebration of the Roman passing dead and a day to honor their goddess of fruit and trees. This mix between the Roman festival and Celtic one created more traditions that we have today. The number one is known as bobbing for apples, hence their goddess of fruit and trees. This merging of two festivals didn't last very long. The Christian church celebrated something known as All Martyrs Day, which was on November 1st to honor the saints and martyrs of the Christian church. The original Christian church intent was to do away with the Celtic and Roman festivals altogether. But they ended up striking something of a bargain to create a new celebration named All Hallows Eve. This later became a celebration that would end up being celebrated on October 31st. You guessed it, Americanized Halloween. From trick-or-treat, smell my feet, to Halloween town, Beetlejuice, costume parties, and jack-o'-lantern carving, Halloween is a fun time for all ages and especially college students alike. For a fun fact, of the $9 billion spent on Halloween in the U.S. this year, $3.2 billion will be spent on costumes alone. Decorations will come in a close second with $2.7 billion, and candy taking third with $2.6 billion. And finally, in last place, is Halloween greeting cards. But don't worry, your grandma will spend $400 million on them this year. To save money, try buying Halloween candy in bulk, going thrifting, and make your own Halloween decorations. Pinterest has a lot of those. The, spooky, the spookiest day of the year is in just a couple weeks, so make sure you always make good choices, stay with a buddy, and have fun, IU students. Thank you all for tuning into the Wells Quadcast this week. We hope you learned some fun facts about festivals celebrated in the fall. To learn more, join us this Friday, October 25th, from 7 to 9 p.m. in the Good Body Eatery and Memorial Activities Room for the Fall Around the World celebration.